0: Hey everyone, thank you so much for stopping by the Gary V Audio Experience. Once again, today we have an amazing 4D session split up into two parts. Today is part one. Tomorrow, Wednesday, August 3rd, will be part two. We hope you enjoy it. Make sure you tweet Gary your thoughts at Gary V. Make sure you leave us a review, join the Discord, and enjoy the episode. This is the Gary V Audio Experience
1: have some questions? Uh, Well, so, as I said, I got into it because um, I was finally diagnosed with anxiety and depression about about eight years ago. Okay. Um, And it helped me a lot. And then the farm bill was passed. Yep. And then you started seeing CBD everywhere. Yeah, of course. And I've always been a long-time cannabis enthusiast, Mm -hmm. so I always knew I wanted to work with the plant. Yep. Um, Saw a void in that a lot of people do not know how to consume properly, Mm -hmm. and that's why I started my company. Um, they also don't know what to look for in a product. Mm-hmm. So I, that's why I do the curation. Um, and recently with New York being passed yep. for cannabis, I wanted to open a dispensary.
0: Did um, you apply for a license?
1: I can, I, and I had a business partner, and up until two months ago we just stopped because she didn't have enough runway, Yeah. do I. Yeah, um, I get it. She had her own CBD plan. And so...
0: It was also an obnoxiously competitive process.
1: Correct. You know, and those licenses why, are
0: worth a trillion dollars.
1: Exactly. And that's why we decided to stop. I get it.
0: And Makes also, sense.
1: It was hard to let go because it was like my lifelong dream. But I now realize with two kids, also quality of life
0: Yeah, fun. retail sucks. Yeah. Like for quality of life. Like it's, I, it's still my favorite business. Like, I, but... It is definitely not the quality of life business. Retail's a challenge, no question. The good news is you're still a young woman, and like over the next 20, 30 years, the way licenses and locations and states open up, they'll, if that's an itch of a lifelong dream that you have, mm-hmm. it will only get progressively easier uh, for you to achieve that. Uh, it depends. You know, it may require you in 20 years moving to a state where there's unlimited licenses, but it's real. I mean, for example, New Jersey, you own your liquor license, and you can only have two. New York, you don't own it, you just apply for it, and everyone has one. So, like, it'll be interesting to see which states do what over the next 10, 15, 20 years, but, you know, as hard as it was to get in New York right now, this time, inevitably, in 12 years, it'll be the easiest thing of all time in Pennsylvania or Ohio or New York or New Jersey or da da da. So keep that in the back of your mind.
1: Okay. Keep going. And um, also, um, so I'm trying to get onto the THC cannabis side yep. while sustaining my company which sells predominantly CBD.
0: And what about the service itself?
1: The service itself, I offer consultations. People book online. Yep. And what I do is walk them through the basics, such as how does it work with you. And your is company.
0: it a free consultation?
1: Right now it's a free consultation, and I know I'm supposed to monetize on that. It's
0: not necessarily. It's back to even some of the, like, you know, yes and. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. There is no right per se answer. There's a couple different ways to think about it, but keep going. Um, so it's fr- so the model is free, free, and then you're hoping to, in essence, sell product to make up the margin. That has a lot of friction in it. That's like a high propensity of like drop off of like the, you know, A, getting them even into the funnel. B, now you're giving them the content and then C, you need to require them to buy and just making the margin on such you know, it's, that's, I, that makes a lot of sense to me of like the challenge in that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. So and
0: that's where you're at, I assume. Yes
1: also I didn't want to monetize because it's hard enough to have people understand they actually need to be educated on it. Um, Right,
0: you didn't want to create friction of cost.
1: Right, so um, that's where I'm at now and just trying to see where I can fit in within the cannabis industry.
0: Have you thought about, and so how are you producing content, if at all?
1: Um, Just on Instagram and being very careful using certain words. Yep, and how
0: has that been going?
1: Um, so recently I did a reel and then that was good. So I have to do more reels. Um, probably have to get on TikTok too. Um, I think my problem is because I'm wearing all the hats. I'm a solo printer. Yep. Trying to get content while doing everything else on top of, um, kids is a little challenging.
0: No question. What about the volume of consultations that you're doing? What does it look like?
1: Um, it depends how much I network with mom groups, uh, women's groups. Um,
0: so give me so a sense.
1: Um, the
0: last three months, this is how many you've been doing per day or week or month?
1: Probably twice a week. Okay. Yeah. And I repeat customers or hopefully SEO, which is recently been very
0: bad. It was working for you a little bit and now not as much because Google's always changing? Is that what you're saying?
1: Well, that, Um, they had COVID, so kind of, their company kind of. um, Disappeared? Yeah.
0: Was it working?
1: I would say about last year. And ever since then, we've been having trouble since then.
0: How long was there a period where you would consider it working and what was the dynamics of that? Meaning, how long was it working and how much traffic were you generating or leads were you generating based on SEO from your opinion? And it's okay if you don't know the exact detail. I'm just trying to calibrate.
1: It was probably last year for about four months, um, 6,000 a month. And then it dropped off end of uh, November.
0: Did you feel the impact of that 6,000 visitors a month? You were getting leads from it? Yes. And where are you at with Facebook groups, Um, mom groups? Or Instagram, not, oh, not um, often on you know, Facebook. And have, what about the concept of building your personal brand through employment or sponsorship of a brand? Are you open to that or no?
1: I am open to it. Um, I just didn't want to see I was pushing one brand because I have about 15 different brands. And I, feel that they all have a reason to be there when I do my curation. Like that makes product sense. Products for women's
0: health issues. Makes sense. Products for um, anxiety. It, based on the numbers I'm hearing, it's when is it not viable? What do you mean? Um, cause at this point, it's still small. Yes. And like when can you not afford to like do it? Oh, okay, <laughs> <But> <laughs> probably. A week ago, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <Yeah. laughs> You know, that's, that's why I'm going to the brand side. Uh, so where, let, me, let me recap now, now that I've asked some questions. The thing that, the reason I asked about the brand side is you gotta, it's kind of like you gotta fly the plane while you fix it, right? So there's a couple things that are running through my mind. One, when I hear those kind of numbers and the business model, I'm like, oh, sh- she's not making any money, mm-hmm. right? right? And so, okay. One, what do we do about that because I don't know savings or how you're doing all of this right but I know that even when people have savings losing money each month eventually plays itself out so there's either the the expertise that you sit with in your mind mm-hmm. is your is your value what you know and how you communicate it is your value prop you being a platform to curate for humans to come in for consulting and being completely agnostic to product is exactly right. It's the admiral thing to do and it's the best way you can help someone. The biggest issue with medicine in America is it's a business and people aren't doing that. So I love that, that's the best. What I'm concerned about is you don't have a viable way to like sustain and do the best for people. So where my brain goes is a couple things. One, couple things. You have no shot to do what you're doing now unless you go 360 on your content output, okay. right? Like even the thought of like the sentence of I did a reel makes me want to jump out the window. You know what I mean? <laughs> like even when I heard it, my skin was like that's the worst ever, you know? <laughs> because, that's, because that lends itself to, and, and by the way, I'm incredibly empathetic and very much understand kids, the consultations, like I get it, but it's a it's a chicken and egg game. Unless you produce content at grand scale, okay. that it's your number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Content over consultation for a year is how you could actually pull this off if you decided to keep going about it the way you're doing it. Okay. There is no shot without it. It is the oxygen and the driver, okay. right? Mm-hmm. So... Couple things on that. Let's we'll put that. We'll we'll go through that path first because it helps everybody here, including yourself. And then we'll go into a more. Is that even viable? But let me let let me attack that right now. So, the biggest elephant in the room, and this is going to be a big aha for everybody, including the Sasha Group, because they're about to hear it from me as well as is every X company. Yesterday, in a morning meeting, me and my team made the decision that Instagram is now the fifth most important platform for my personal brand, going from number one. That's like dramatic. So when you are a solopreneur, especially in cannabis where you can't run ads on these platforms, you must win on organic. Forget about the fact that you have to be incredibly careful with cannabis because the organic can be taken down and the account can be banned. So we'll put that on the side for now, but we'll get back to that in a second. For, for you to succeed, you have to think about, first of all, you need a pillar piece of content. So you have to either have a show or a podcast. You actually can't survive in the model you have for now without it because even if I get you to do what I want you to do, which is to win on, get ready now everyone, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube Shorts, LinkedIn, and Instagram, if I want to get you to win on Facebook, YouTube Shorts and TikTok, you could be banned on all three platforms. Mm-hmm. You could amass 150,000 followers on each and then have it taken down because of the and everybody in cannabis is mad at the platforms. I'm not. This is this is government reg, federal regulation. They're not they want your money. Facebook is very interested in every cannabis company's, you know, Meadows will take every cannabis company's dollars for ads. It's that they can't when the government winds blow left or right or indifferent. What can't be taken away from you is your podcast. So you have to have a show where you give, where you interview people, right? You know, where you just talk. If you look at the Gary Vee audio, one of the things that crushes people with shows is the production. They think they gotta put on a big show. Like when I say that for a lot of people, and maybe including yourself right now, it's like, that's like a lot. It really isn't. It can be as easy as taking your iPhone, hitting record and talking. If you look at my podcast, that's what it is. As a matter of fact, the number one comment about my podcast is the sound quality, because it's all over the place. It could be from anything. Like, I'm not making a podcast, I'm making audio that happens to go on my podcast, and sometimes it's a one hour, 30 minute keynote that I gave in Sweden, and next time it's a four minute, 10 second clip from a piece of social media, ripped audio. Right? I think you need to think about that, first of all. that That your personal brand is your business. Right, if you think about how I built, how he was just talking, about, like you have to start there. Okay. You can't be in like SEO sales or get into a, you're in sales mode and I need you to be in brand mode. Okay. SEO is, is subconscious sales, it's intent marketing. I want to buy, it's sales, right? Um, going, my, networking is sales. It's more sales than brand. Okay. What I want you to do is put out all the brilliance in your mind into the ether and then having that be the gateway drug, pun intended, to the opportunity for you to do business. Got it? Mm -hmm. Like I want your accounts to be tight and you putting out tons of content. Random thoughts, random, like, if again, if you look at something that I wanna do more of that I did for a couple weeks, I tested it earlier this summer, is like my morning walk talk. It was literally whatever was on my mind, camera, post, right? And it was very, very strong and performed quite well. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you take this one? This was a sad effort by me. (laughs) Um, You're gonna have to do that. The reason I bring up interviewing people is for a lot of people, it's hard to come up with so much new stuff to talk about. And I'm empathetic to that. Which is why I always tell people to interview people because then you just say, What's your problem? I mean, it's what you do for a living. Mm-hmm. What you do for a living is ask a series of questions, hoping they give you the most honest answers so that you can then prescribe to the best of your knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. Half, half your battle is to get them to break down their walls to give you insights to get to the good stuff, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I, think, I think you have to really go there. If you don't go there, it's I don't think it's viable. I don't think you're gonna get there and then you're gonna have to do something else financially. Which gets me to why I asked you, is it okay to potentially one of these 15 brands for you to be a brand ambassador for a little piece of time to collect some more savings so you can run them in parallel? One of those 15 brands, especially, you know, one of the great things about conscious brands is they're either fully full of or not. And what I mean by that is not that they're full of it's that they care about their issue, they care about their biopic issue, they clean stuff, but they might not, like what I love about the world right now is everyone's chosen their one or two things to be awesome about and a great human and altruistic, but, but then are oftentimes not awesome about other parts of the world. I'm curious of these 15 brands, which one of them would be thrilled for you to be a brand ambassador for them? but also, because they're good human beings, be okay with you building your own personal brand and sometimes recommending not their brands. My belief is that 12 of them would be like, go yourself, I'm not gonna let you promote my competitor's product because they're not altruistic on that point of view of like humanity, they are in a different way. But three of them would be, and of those three, maybe now all of a sudden you get a $50,000 a year consulting gig to be a face for them, but you don't have to compromise what you do on the side, and that cash flow over time lets you, if you do what I told you in the first part, you can eventually at some point leave that and go back to this. Got it, okay. Right, like I think one of the things that people really struggle with in this exact moment is the theoretical mental step backwards to keep going they'd rather like just go out of business mm-hmm. i always i always find that fascinating that they'd rather see this because you're doing it yourself i'm a solopreneur mm-hmm. and just do it until it dies and go get a job versus coming up with like one step backwards on the way they see it mm-hmm. it's not an actual step backwards it's a one step backwards on the way they see it mm-hmm. and so i'm trying to get you to like look at it from a different angle okay that might allow you to keep having oxygen mm-hmm. to achieve your goal. Right. Okay. But this will stop and start with your ability to produce content, okay. period. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be it for everybody. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, there's a million of you. Right. Like yeah. when I go to Hall of Flowers in LA, I met 37 of you in two seconds in the green room. I wanna consult people on what mix of product they should use. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's right. Mm-hmm. It's called doctors. Like it's right, Mm -hmm. it's very right. But you're gonna have to compete with everybody for attention, and the only way to do that is content. Got it, okay.
1: And, well, so my second thought was, while trying to keep this viable, um, looking for something on the side that'll help with meeting more people in the cannabis industry. I'm just trying to see where I fit in. Like a job? Yeah.
0: Well, great, I mean, I can help you with that. You should definitely email me, we'll set that up. Um, I have a lot of relationships in that world. I where do you live?
1: Lower East Side.
0: Would you move? Mm, my kids.
1: Right. now. I get it.
0: I get it. I'm not. I'm not saying that lightly. By the way, okay. would you move?
1: Um, I might have to wait a few years. Yep.
0: So, there's so much opportunity in California, oh. and like I'm, you know, I have a ten and thirteen year old. Like I don't think that was a lightweight question, but it's something I definitely want you to sleep on. Okay. Because. We'll set up this email. I will introduce you to four or five people in the next couple weeks. One of them may lead to an opportunity. It's gonna be highly likely. It's gonna be in California. But to your point, New York's exploding. The first person I'm gonna introduce you to is a woman by the name of Joanne Wilson, real champion of women. Her and her husband, Fred Wilson, is one of the most successful VCs in New York history. Um, She got one of the licenses. Yeah, she'll be the one that I most hope works out for you because you don't have to move and she is the greatest champion of female entrepreneurs and is overly passionate in this space. Okay. So, we'll make some intros. Right, thank you. You're welcome. All right, I think we're
1: ready to move on. I love your outfit, Jill. Thanks. Kim. Hey, Gary, nice to meet you.
0: Pleasure. How are things? Was...
1: Thank you for allowing me to join this way. And hi, guys.
2: Hey, Kim. <laughs> Great night. There, you have no idea, Kim. Right now, like, gonna burst out of her seat, and if the word "learning gasm" comes out of her mouth, <laughs> she loves using that. This is like oh, awesome for her right now.
0: It's a real I'm pleasure. Wearing, I'm wearing the learning gasm
2: shirt underneath this. <laughs> so, <yeah>. so good. <laughs>
1: um, I, I'm wondering what foot view would you say you have of uh, VaynerMedia, and how close do you ever descend to being surface level and working in the business?
0: I think that I am, uh, and it's fun because a lot of people are sitting around me right now who've been with me for a long time. I think what I do is don't play in the middle. So the answer to your question is one inch or a hundred thousand miles. I try to stay out of the middle. Um, I'm, I'm very, I you, and my team is constantly always like spooked by some of the details I know on a day to day. And then obviously my job as a CEO is to be up in the clouds and watch how it all works and make sure I know where I'm taking it. So, to answer your question, one inch and and a a million miles. It's all about, for me, not being in the middle, which is where I find a lot of executives uh, find themselves. And so, um, I also try to think about a mix of what do I like and what what am I good at, right? So, um, that has a lot to do with where I find myself. I find myself in places that are either I like it and like, what the are we all doing here? I'm not. I don't think maximizing money is why I'm an entrepreneur. It's maximizing happiness. And so if I like it, it's kind of like speaking. Speaking is something that I really shouldn't be doing at this point in my life. Even though the fee, the speaking fee I get is one of the biggest in the world. And like every day I book a speaking fee, I immediately stop for one second and like. Laugh with myself that I cannot believe I'm getting paid to speak for an hour more than I got paid the first six years of my career working every day. And yet I still shouldn't do it. But the only reason I do it is because I genuinely like it. Like it's fun. Like I like the feeling. It's like being a performer, right? You like it. Uh, same as the way I think about being a CEO. I go into things that I like or things that I'm disproportionately better at than the majority of the people in my company. And so that's how I find myself in different places. I'm not overly worried about micromanaging or being, you know, what I never wanna be is in an ivory tower that's tone deaf. One of the things, uh, here's another interesting insight. The reason Gary Vee, the brand, really actually exists is if you look at the history of my content, when I stopped doing the wine thing in 2011, there's really not a lot of content in 2012 and 13 and even 14 because I was building VaynerMedia. I was back to what I really am and always am, which is an operator and an entrepreneur. It was that in 14, I started to sense for the first time that I wasn't close enough to the work, the social media content and the media spend, and it was the first time I found myself saying, wait a minute, like when I started Vayner in '09. Everything I was doing it all for Wine Library and for myself, so it was easy for me to tell Pepsi and Campbell's and the NHL what to do. In 14, I, I was still doing it, but I felt for the first time that I was 90 percent, not 110 percent. And so I said, the only way this is going to work is if I build my brand, and I do it every day like I did with Wine Library TV, and that's when I started the Ask Gary V Show, and that's really when what what everyone sees today about Gary Vee started that moment when Steve Unwin and and DRock and Indy, like when we started that whole thing. And so um, I stay, like one of the things I'm most proud of is I'm ready for a debate around media and creative with every single person that works at Vayner X because I'm so close to it. So in the craft of what we do for a living, like the product we sell, I'm the closest. But in the fact of like, you know, James and I had a 15 minute meeting yesterday to catch up on business, which is the first time we talked in two months about it, or a month, like, like he's running it. He's running, Sasha, like I'm not in it, I'm there, I'm backbone, but so, not the middle is the answer.
1: You just said you're looking forward to a debate or you're waiting for the debate. What side would you take?
0: On what? You mean social media overall? What I meant in my analogy was somebody talking about like what works on LinkedIn right this second from a media or creative standpoint or, or how do you get virality on a YouTube short right this second. My strength in that game is ridiculous for somebody who is a CEO of a company. As far as the overall debate, I'm, I'm massively pro-social media. Everybody who's on social media for political and social issues isn't realizing these are empty vessels. The hyperbole around what Facebook does is based in complete falsities and people have to become accountable. Like I've seen I've seen bad things on regular television and in print and in the streets of the world and I haven't decided that watching people be racists made me a racist. You know, like I think we have to become very accountable to our actions and it's very convenient to blame social media. Cool.
1: Thank you for that. You got it. Thank you so much. We'll talk soon,
2: okay? thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, so now we've got uh, 25 minutes, Glenn and team. So these guys are gonna have you with some questions. And I'm gonna try to save like three or four minutes at the end of that, because Glenn also has a question about another entrepreneurial endeavor. He wants to ask you Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, as a true entrepreneur, he's gotten a lot of ideas. I love it, so makes I, sense. I, I, you know, when I did the Build Yourself brand, whatever it was yep. called back, you had an exercise that I tell every young entrepreneur, or orthodontist that, because that was told to me 20 years ago, right? I'm 54 in the land of entrepreneurship, or modern, I'm an old fart, right? Yep. But do that, I don't care. I got a lot of time ahead of me, and I'm going go to do I can. Um, but I remember 20 years ago, I learned it, and I did it once, and then you reminded me to do it again, which was reach out to 10 people from different parts of your life, and ask them, what's your biggest strength? What's 100%. your biggest weakness? I kept the spreadsheet, and the same thing kept popping up over and over again, impulsivity, impulsivity. Mm. impulsivity. And so now I consciously go out of my way to not be impulsive, right? So
0: Though, as a purebred entrepreneur, it's also your strength. Exactly. You're, when your gift is your curse, it becomes understanding how to tame the animal, not to eliminate it.
2: Right. So I stay in the area where I'm in.
0: By the way, 4Ds, this moment was an impulse moment. Remember? I
1: was in the room.
0: Okay. This. Like I have goosebumps because you just talked about, like that little exchange means a lot to me. We're in the meta of an, impulse moment around cash flow and the bit like it yeah. just you can't like it's your biggest yeah. strength <laughs> You've heard me tell I went time live times. like it it's like but keep going
2: no I but the point is I stay in where I am in I parking lot the idea and I ruminate on it an yep. hour a week a month and the idea is talking about it. something that's been on my head for two three years so I'll get to that at the end I love
0: that I, I'm a big fan of where there's smoke there's fire I do the same thing but don't become so ideological about that that you're not willing to occasionally go from impulse to action because that's what this was. They
2: will tell you never worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> slow down the impulse. I mean, yeah. And of course, at the end, just like two minutes, you remember I brought my daughter in when she was graduating high school? She didn't listen to our advice. Of course. Around the podcast. She ended up going to Arizona, graduated magna cum laude, you know, communications, and now she's living here in New York, working at Riven as an in- paid intern. That's awesome. And her life. Is about. She's leaving the room every now and then for interviews for her next job. Makes and sense. So um, I wanted to give her two, three minutes a day awesome. to ask a question. Because Happy. I sat at dinner with her. My cousin uh, started a company called Eden. Just got some really good funding. He lives here, and, and they're talking back and forth about stuff I've never even heard of about programs, sat, app, software. It's awesome. And so I think you're going to be more plugged in, way more plugged in than I'll ever be. Awesome. So I want to give her just a couple of minutes at the end. I hope um, so. Let's um, do so it. I've got one. Big problem. Yep. That nobody can solve. Okay. Uh, I figured I'd throw it your way. Yes. But I'm going to ask you just a couple of smaller questions, really fast. You got it. Um, short form content. Joe is throwing out to me. You know, I have my podcast I've done for four and a half years. I do my Friday, five minute Friday. I've done. I did my blog. I mean, I'm just throwing out tons of content. But I, Joe told me about two weeks ago. Short form, vertical, 60 seconds to last. YouTube, two, three, four times a day. I started throwing it out. My question for you is, across YouTube, oh, it's not YouTube, across my podcast, it's video with audio. My video's posted on YouTube, my audio's thrown up on-
0: In full form.
2: In full form. Well, you know, full form, but like the quick-
0: So both, the whole thing and then post-production, yep, yep.
2: So I've got the video and I've got the audio. The video's on YouTube, the audio's hosted on Buzzsprout, which then goes out to- All
0: all the platforms, yep.
2: I get a sense like the video, isn't getting me the traction that the audio did. Okay. Like audio only. So when I post it, when I throw it out there on IG, LinkedIn, wherever I'm throwing my stuff, would you post the, the video, which gives you that beautiful yep. thumbnail, and then here's the audio only version, which is what I've been doing, or do you just say the video side of it, let YouTube search handle that, and I just throw out the audio only version, which was good for me for a while. Remember, I'm in a small pond. So that's question one. Well,
0: that's that. there's a lot there. First of all, the first answer is both. You literally post them both. You literally post in big letters, audio only, and then you post the next six hours later with the video and you go, (laughs) video. Like you do. not the
2: same post.
0: the same, po- okay. you, you can.
2: Because you said six hours later.
0: Yeah, so the same, well one's the, you said should I put out the audio or should I put out the video? I'm
2: putting, in both, I'm putting the video, which gives me the thumbnail, and in that post, here's the audio only version. Yeah, I understand. Okay.
0: You, yeah, that's exactly, and by the way, you don't need to put the link to the video because you could just take a screenshot from any moment you liked and then just post the audio link. So he's saying you can have a hero image that Correct. displays as the audio plays. Mm-hmm. Got it. So okay. you can have two pieces, right? That's right. You can That's have the right. video and then you can have the... That's right. Image. But I think you, you subconsciously or consciously got to the more important part. Of course it worked more up front. You were just getting your penetration to your pond. That you, you were just starting to fish this new pond. You've eaten a lot of fish out of that pond. And because your thing is so narrow, which is great because I love narrow depth, well, there's only so many fish in there, right? Right? Yeah. So now what ends up happening is you've gotta start creating micro-strategies. For example, what is the content you're making for the kids that are in school yeah. to become ortho, right? right? That's gonna be very different content than someone who's 17 years into their career and is trying to maximize their profits or their lifestyle or are transitioning. So what you've gotta now do is Micro segment the pond.
2: Right. Right. Which is what I've started doing. Good. i really started focusing much more on the residents because my demo is orthos are out of school, you know, a year to twelve years, give or take, ages 30 to 42, 43, that's like my demo. Yep. But most people don't realize the average orthodontist is coming out of residency with five, six, eight hundred thousand in debt. Yeah. Right? And so getting them ahead of the curve and going, okay guys, you guys get into school soon. Let me teach you how to hit the ground running. Let me show you, like, I know what you're living.
0: And what you, yes, comma, what you can also start doing, and this is where you can widen your world, you could be talking to them while they're in the process of collecting the debt, and what could they potentially be doing.
2: Right. And, and that's where the narrative sort of switched at this point in the game. And, and again, the last question is, again, I don't want to take too much time. This isn't the big problem. But it's hard, do I chase, like what I talk to orthodontists about, I can talk to anybody in this room about. It's the same stuff you talk about. Hundred percent. Like The culture, the hustle, the the plan, right? The the team.
0: You should absolutely start flirting with broader content. hundred I mean. percent. It needs to be part of your mix.
2: It's hard, you know, to serve both masters. But
0: I mean, I, are you well, kidding me? The first fifty pieces of business content I made, every comment was, "You stay in your lane, wine boy." Do you know about business? I'm like Jesus Christ. I was like, that's all I've been doing. I just became wine guy to you because of YouTube. I'm like, I am business. You know, so you, yeah, you'll get some of that. You'll probably less because it's not as big of a jump for you because you've been talking about the business of right. though. Um, you should absolutely. Mix and I've been that doing in.
2: that. My, my shorts have been focused on broad. But
0: you need to be insane, insane about Facebook fan page output. Number one, the game is back at scale and
2: that's where i live
0: so facebook fan page number 1 youtube shorts number 2 tiktok number 3 thank you so much for watching part 1 of this 4d session make sure you tune in tomorrow for part 2